Hey there, and welcome to episode number 37 of the Melbourne Northern Suburbs podcast with myself, Adam Roach. Now, in this episode, I talk to Matthew Odgers from Lynx Community Garden in Laylaw. So we talk about how he first came up with the idea of turning the empty land into what it is today with the garden. So Matthew really does have some big things coming up. So make sure you listen out in the podcast to what's going on. Now, again, thank you to my sponsors, Bunpai Thai Massage in Bandura, Proactive Self-Defense in Thomastown, and Roach Music School in South Morang. And don't forget, if you would like more information about any of the sponsors or today's guest, you can click on the links in the show notes to find out more information. And if you are interested in being on the podcast or know someone that has a business that would like to be on the podcast, please send me an email and I'll get back to you straight away. So let's go over to the interview now. All right, so here I am with Matthew Odgers. Hey, nice Welcome to down. be here. Thanks. Yeah. Now, so where do we say you're from? Is it the gardens in Laylaw? Uh, yeah, so um, Lynx Community Garden in Laylaw. Yep. It was something I, passing thought of driving, well, catching the train and going past the site many times, thinking I wish someone would do something with that area. Mm. And eventually I said, well, why don't I do something with the area? And yeah, started the process to, to get a community garden up and running. What was it, two years ago? Uh, three. Oh, three years okay. ago. We're almost, uh, this December will be two years of actually doing groundwork, but there's a lot of paperwork and big track and speaking to government and stuff behind the scenes to get the leases and all that sort of stuff going. Mm. So how many in the team? Uh, We usually have about a dozen people on any one day. Oh, there's between 30 to 50 people. Some people we might only see once every three months, others weekly sort of thing. Yeah. So before, so what was it? Just a, just nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's old, um, like rail land. So there used to be three houses that were like a station master house and and various other ones. That was, I think they were all torn down in the nineties. I was told by a local resident. Okay. The houses yes. were left abandoned and ended up trashed, and yeah, mm. so they just demolished them back in the nineties. And it's been just grass ever since, just mm. empty land. So you just saw it, that's it, doing something about it? <laughs> yeah, well, it's right in the middle of Laylaw, right next to the train station, and a lot of people just walk through it every day. It doesn't, yeah, but yeah, otherwise unused, unloved. Yeah, yeah. So, what, so what's happened since, like, over the last two years, what have you guys done? So we've put in numerous garden beds. Initially, when the project was started, it was going to be pretty standard community garden. Um, But the more I spoke to neighbours and stuff through uh, various events that I'd come and run tables and stuff at, there's a lot of new families who are moving into Laylor as older generations are moving out. And they wanted to have an area they could hang out and meet the neighbours. So Mm. um, it's very much changed its focus to being just about social connections and, and meeting people in your community. We were lucky enough to be awarded one of the old W-class trams, and that'll be coming to site in the next few months. Um, Yeah, hopefully in the next sort of two or three months, we reckon it'll be there based on the schedules we've been given. That's going to be great. Yeah, and the long-term plan for that is like a youth cafe, community hall type, you know, sort of a community centre run by the community. Yeah, that's going to be really good. Yeah. That'll really stand out too. Yeah, well, they're such beautiful trams, and it's a yeah. central location. We think it'll hopefully become a bit of an icon. Yeah, that's the right. sort of thing where people go, oh, drive down the road, oh, you turn left at the tram. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah it's um, I mean, at the moment, we're sort of trying to find more people in the area who want to start their own small groups. Yeah. Um, obviously, we started off just as like a gardening group, but especially once the tram comes in, 
and we get that up to building code and all the things. Yeah. We want people who want to start their own little, you know, chess clubs or mm. music groups or, or just small groups that just want a place to call home where they yeah. can hang out and use the facilities for that. Yeah. So does it have a name now, the park? Yeah, we just call it Lynx uh, Community Garden. So do you think that will change what the tram comes to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we've jokingly been calling it the Transformation Centre. Uh, um, yeah. When they did the Pick Your Project, we sort of looked at turning it into an um, a environmental park. There's a lot more land nearby mm. that's currently unused by councils and various other government agencies, and we've started the talk with the council and stuff about expanding it. Yep. And, um, you know, like... We don't want to stop with the tram. We're looking at getting shipping containers and putting um, storage lockers in there so groups can, you know, have a little locker or a space where they can keep their equipment because they want to run. You know, if they were doing a yoga class, they can have a section with 12 yoga mats that they can pull yeah. out when they get there and that okay. sort of stuff. Like, allow groups their own little area where they can yeah. run their own activities on the site and mm. really we'll probably pretty much take a lot of inspiration from series down in the sort of Northcote, Bunbury yep. area. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, something like a real sort of environmental type park and community area. Bang Pai Thai Massage. We offer massages in relaxation, Thai and deep tissue. We open every day from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Come on in and see us at number 11 13 20 Plenty Road, Bandura, or call us on 9466 8996 to make an appointment. Like us on Facebook or become a member to get discounts. Sawadika. So, when you first got it, did you have to make sure that they weren't going to build anything on there like? other houses or anything so it's a community lease big track runs community leases any land that's not used by metro is basically still currently under lease by big track and you can contact them and they're really cheap leases ours is a little over 400 a year hmm. but it allows you to use the land and it just has to be you know a non-profit group for yeah. public use sort of stuff so as long as you are using it for your community that yep. then it's not too hard but it will take some time to get oh, through yeah. all the admin and the public liability and stuff <laughs> but yeah look i've heard of scout halls and stuff using the land for similar stuff so you can't have a building you know they've authorized us to put the tram there mm. um but it's an ongoing five-year lease so putting a building might be a commitment where in 20 years from now they wanted to redo Laylor station we may have to move or may not okay, it'll yeah. be up to them yeah but for us a tram's potentially easier to move if, if yeah. such a thing did happen so yeah. it's less of a commitment That's yeah perfect. it's just about maintaining it and keeping yeah. everything safe i think like i said it, it looks better too having the tram there i reckon <laughs> yeah yeah you know, I think a lot of people still look at it and they're like, oh, it's just sort of a garden. And we've built it so there's a lot of open space for people to play. And we get, you know, most people come down to families and they'll drag their kids with them. And, yeah. and the kids can run around and climb trees and sort of get their hands dirty, which which people love. But we are still very much seen as a garden, but we're trying to expand that and, and get people to come down and, and use it themselves. Yeah. And it's it's good because we've leased it and we're right there and we're just a small organization, you know, people can come to us and say, Hey, I want to do this and it's unlike dealing with a council where there might be twelve levels of bureaucracy and forms mm. and filled out, it's a simple conversation between neighbours to, to, you know, yeah. start using the site for whatever people want to use it for. Yeah. So I guess you've got good with the neighbours and know all, all the names and everything. Yeah, well I mean look, I'm we moved to Laylaw 
about six, almost seven years ago from Reservoir. Um, I think for much the same reason a lot of other people moved up here, they could afford to buy a house. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas they were priced out of closer to the city. I think at the time we were like, oh, we'll live here for a few years, pay down the mortgage, maybe we'll move back in. But we've really learned to love the area. And um, in starting the garden and running it, I've I've met, you know, 10 times more people than I have in the six years beforehand. Mm. So, you know, I've loved just getting to know my neighbours and and the people in the area and you know that's sort of what the garden's about now yeah um has this wonderful history back in the 50s where all these uh, war veterans got together and and actually founded all of Laylaw as an area where they could come together and build houses together um mm. to have affordable housing because they you know once upon a time didn't have affordable housing yeah. and it was after the war they were short on resources <laughs> so it's got this great history of communities coming together and and building stuff. Yeah. Part of me sort of hopes this is a reinvigoration of that that sense of yeah. community and that. Roach Music School. We offer lessons for guitar, piano, drums, ukulele, bass guitar, and trumpet. Concerts are held every six months, located in South Morang. See the link in the show notes to contact us today or search on Google Roach Music School. Skype lessons are now available. Are you ready to become the next rock star? So people can make donations as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think we've really set up any official thing. We've got our bank details if people want it. But look, mm. most of the donations we receive are like plants and stuff and, okay. and equipment. We have a little crop swap table thing. So we've got various neighbors like myself. You'll get a lot of silver beater, a lot of parsley. And you just sort of take all your excess and we'll put it on the little table for other neighbors to take. So it's a great way of just oh. sharing excess produce, which... Um, well, anyone who gardens out there will know when you seem to have one of something, you've got a lot of something. Yeah. You're too much or not enough is always <laughs> the way with gardening. Yeah, yeah and uh, most of our findings really come from grants at the moment. Yeah, you know, yeah. Speaking of governments, state, federal and and local council have all contributed, I think, because they, they see what's happening with the site and they really love what's going on down there. Yeah, because I think I saw someone that posted that they on. Um, Dropped off food or something down there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get lots of people dropping off food and other people taking it. Same with plants to a lesser extent, but uh, we think that'll grow. We've got a polytunnel we just haven't set up yet and we'll have more seedlings and probably look at a bit of fundraising through that. Yeah. But yeah, look at the moment. Yeah, we don't have an official donation. (laughs) Yeah. I think I've just been too distracted. Like, you know, we when we got awarded the tram and this and all these other things keep happening. I've got so much on. Yeah. <laughs> I just sort of like uh, get caught up and do that. Yeah. Oh, it's good that you got other things going too. Yeah. I mean, we got um, a lot of malts delivered from local arborists and ended up being a bit too much. Not really. But we put some signs up saying free mulch and, and you know, that was down there the other day and we had three cars, all neighbours from the area pulling up. So people are loving that yeah. we've got the spot now where they can get some mulch for their garden yeah. and there's always been this weird disconnect where um arborists have to pay various groups to dump the mulch and other people are buying it and you're like wow you know there's this kind of this weird middleman situation yeah. where some people want to give away something for free and other people want it for free so yeah. it's worked really well that we've sort of become a bit of a spot for that now i want to talk about yourself oh. <laughs> the um so i know you got Nominated for the Westfield Local Hero. Yeah, yeah. And the close, was it last week, the closing date? 
Yep, they closed yeah, about a week or two ago, yeah. I think it was the So when do you find out about that? Apparently they probably announce it uh, 1st October, I think. Oh, okay. Um, potentially we'll find out beforehand, like before they announced I was nominated, yeah. they contact me about a month before and, you know, you're all sworn to secrecy yeah. and everything. And <laughs> so you don't know yet? No, I don't okay. know who's won yet. No. Um, I almost don't want to know until anyone else does because yeah. I hated having to not tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, people are like, oh, why were you going to the thing? You're like, oh, I had a photo shoot. And they're like, oh, what was the photo shoot for? I'm like, well, I can't say. Getting a band together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people are a little bit used to it because I've had a few photo shoots for various things. Yeah. I'm currently doing a, a program that was, uh, was sponsored through the council called the Rivers and Rangers Leadership, Community Leadership Program. Okay. So it teaches you a lot about, I, I guess, leadership from a sort of grassroots level as opposed to a sort of authoritative level about, you know, helping empower people to do their own stuff, not being that sort of boss who tells people what to do, but, mm. you know, w- working out ways to really help people. And that's been really great. And yeah. Sort of cemented some things I sort of knew, but hadn't really thought about properly and also taught me some 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 new home truths and sort of, yeah, helped me along. So that's been really good as well. Mm. Yeah, it's been a bit of a crazy journey. There's, there's lots of things that have sort of... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, being nominated for that, though, it's fantastic. Yeah, no, it was great. I sort of knew I was nominated, but oh, look, when you do... Oh, I've been telling people when they when they do this sort of stuff, like, if you want to do it, I said, look, I'd sort of go off a 10 and 2 rule. I'll, I'll know... I'll sort of apply for 10 different grants in the hope that only two of them will pass. Yeah. Uh, and I said, what, what happens is that even if you've got so little time to do stuff that even if you just get that 20% of everything you try to start actually happens usually you find yourself too busy and you're almost grateful that a lot of other people have said no because you wouldn't have time yeah. if everyone stepped in and said yes yeah, that's right. so yeah that that was a real surprise and, and look I was really honoured because I've, I've met a few of the people who were in it as well and know some of the work they do and you're kind of like oh, you know feels yeah. a bit bit odd to be up there with other people who you sort of admire in your community as well yeah now did i see that it's down to the the six that you, you got in top six yeah right? yeah top six and so three of us will win sort of ten thousand dollars and that's not for us personally yep. it's um it just goes towards the group so if if we manage to win that'll go towards renovating the tram in some way mm. whether that gets power connected or um the big cost we've got for getting that set up will be the get it we need to get toilets in Okay. So we need at least one toilet yep. um, because we want to use it as a public building and that's mm. part of the building requirements. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so before we can open it as a public building, we've got to get toilets, small amount of parking, which shouldn't be too bad, and wheelchair access, which we think should be relatively easy. But yeah, toilets and yeah. and you're making sure everything's safe is probably the big sort of cost yep. for, for getting it used. So hopefully you win then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll probably need like fifty thousand or more to get it all done. But. Yeah. So, so if you don't win, well, I'll just keep going. I think is the yeah. method. We applied for the pick your project. No one in the city of Whittlesey got it. I think we're a little unlucky in that we were sort of competing with Darabin and mm. a lot of other more densely packed areas where they had just more people to vote. So we didn't get that, but I think that was really good anyway because it sort of focused us on on, on our big vision for what we want to do with the site and the tram has sort of formed part of that so that whole thought of an environmental park you know an area in Laylaw where people can come and and learn stuff you know from the whole city of Whittlesey come and learn about the environment can 
hang out and run you know little social groups and stuff yeah uh, it focused us and, and and we're just doing it anyway despite yeah. the fact that we lost that first one so yeah. Yeah. Uh, if i don't win i don't win but i'll i'll keep trying i'll find other ways yeah. and, and i think that's just what you need to do with any of this sort of stuff yeah, you'll really have a lot of failures a lot of things that don't go ahead but just keep yourself busy with your successes those few successes you do have and mm. Yeah, honestly, sometimes I'm grateful things didn't start because I just didn't, <laughs> couldn't do them all. Yeah, and you're working full-time as well. Yeah, yeah, so I work full-time. I've got three kids. I used to be the treasurer for um, uh, Epping North Scout Group as well for about a year, mm. but the, that's when the garden started up and I just had to resign, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, and I was also studying. I just finished my accounting degree about a year ago. I was did that oh, over seven years by correspondence, so I was crazy busy wow. <laughs> for a bit there. Yeah. Yeah, luckily the degree sort of finished up as um, the garden took off. So I think all that time I used to spend studying, I'm just bending into yeah. to getting the garden going. Martial arts, Muay Thai kickboxing, fitness and self-defense. Over 50 classes per week, beginners to advanced. Separate junior, little dragons and adult only classes. Casual classes or value memberships. Come try a free introductory class at Proactive Self Defense, Factory 8, Brock Street, Thomastown. Phone 9464 4546. But we're very mindful not to let any sort of government sort of take control of it. Yep. I really like how, you know, like people come down and they're building the garden themselves and it it gives people a real sense of ownership of the site. Like it really is theirs. Mm. It really is the community's. And yep. I think sometimes when a council comes along and they'll build a park or they'll build a, a you know, community hall or something, it very f- much feels like it's the council's building and we're just using it. Yeah, yeah. And, and we really want to keep this, you know, right down deep as a community property that mm. belongs to everyone. And I think the best way to do it is just, you know, keep it, keep it in the community's hands and, yep. and give people the opportunity. There's been people in the community I've spoken to who are just pretty much waiting for the tram to come to site so they can show up and, <laughs> and start putting nails in and, 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 and yeah. changing light bulbs and, oh, yeah, and whatever yeah. they know how to do. I, look, I, I hope a lot of the work will be done by volunteers and I, I hope in doing that that people really feel it belongs to them. The only thing we've got going on at the moment is, yeah, I am very much trying to find other groups who just want to use the site on a regular basis. Obviously, it's an, it's an open-air site at the moment. We don't have any closed buildings, so there's some things that aren't applicable. But, mm-hmm. you know, if there was anyone out there who wanted to start a regular yoga group or an outdoor parents group or any sort of activity where they'd like a space and that sort of is theirs to call their own and use, yep. then, yeah, like, definitely jump on a Facebook or whatever or send me an email and ask about it because we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, we should be getting a community notice board soon from another grant, and hopefully that can act as, um, as a way of just people in the community being able to, you know, post garantels and stuff. And that's, mm. it's, it's funny, I sort of realised that, that we don't really have community notice boards anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. remember them as a kid. Yeah. But there just isn't any in Laylor. Any notice boards are usually inside a building or run yeah. behind a plexiglass thing. So, <laughs> yeah, we're hoping to do get the community notice board and, and we think that and the tram will really help people 
to organize themselves into little groups and you know it's not, it's not that scary I, a lot of people told me when I when I started it and got it going that they were so glad I did it because you start these things and people start talking about public liability and mm. and insurance and and leases and contracts and it gets really scary yeah. and I think luckily because I'm an accountant paperwork like that doesn't scare me quite as much yeah. as it does um, so I've sort of pushed through and, and that's sort of where my skill set lies but you just need people who just want to do stuff you know yeah. and it's been great to just go out there and actually just get out there and, and start something like get your hands dirty yeah, yeah but yeah look I think that's that's about all that's going on now I'll obviously yeah. try to keep everyone updated on the tram that's the thing everyone keeps talking about for sure yeah <laughs> and you know we'll be looking at turning that into you know, long term, it'd be great to have a little kitchenette in there and mm. have people use it to run groups or, or even run like a community cafe, that's, yep. you know, for non-profit or raises funds for various groups. I know of another tram where various community groups will use it for the day and, and it's a bit like a Bunnings barbecue where the funds go to that group and oh, they yeah. help tips them raise money. There's also Chance Cafe who I think they have three sites now. And they um, run cafes, and everyone who works there generally has a disability, and it gives them a you know job training and skills mm-hmm. and experience and stuff. Yeah. So we'll definitely be going down that route as far as using the site. We don't want to go commercial. It's not about making money or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And then even if it was about making money, we'd just go right back into the community. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so because we're a non-profit. Part of the plan is we, we want to build a pavilion over it, so a big sort of roofed area with a decked area to give the opportunity to run sort of more outdoors um, oh, yeah. stuff. Like, I, I don't know if you'd quite go the level of Battle of the Bands, but, mm. um, you know, you could do an outdoor play or a poetry reading or any sort of little performance, even look at doing, like, movie nights where you yeah. get a big, you know, white sheet up and set up yeah. a camera <laughs> and people can come together and have a picnic in a park and yeah. watch a movie. But, you know, as much as I come up with these ideas, it's, it's more about what the community wants. So if everyone yeah. suddenly decides that they want to do these, every, some, something every Thursday night, then, then that's what the community wants. Let's do it. Yeah. Maybe I want to do like a, a boot camp type thing. Could I do that down there? Yeah, yeah. Look, we don't really have any limits. And we've actually yeah. got four truckloads of bluestone we've been moving around that we got gifted by um, the Metro Tunnel. But So when they were moving in, doing stuff with heritage buildings they had leftover bluestone and so they gave us a few truckloads of it Mm -hmm. um and we're using that to line our paths but we jokingly said we should do a bit of an iron man series to help guys (laughs) anyone who wants to prove their strength pick up some rocks and and help us move them but no look we're very much interested i mean obviously it's it's right near the train line and and there's residential stuff so you Mm. couldn't hold a massive loud concert or anything like that but no, look, we'd, we'd love anyone to run any sort of regular activities on the site. As long as everyone in the community is happy with it and loves it, keep going. You know, long term, if things get really popular, we'll have to run some sort of schedule program or something. Yeah, but, that's right. but we're not that popular that we're too worried about it just yet. Yeah. But yeah, look, it's, it's interesting. I've, it's hard to find examples where people have done similar stuff. Like there's community gardens, but very few of them go down the whole like putting community halls on it and stuff mm. i think series is the only one I, I know of in victoria that's done anything similar look most things are run by councils and and various governments and even though the services are great the really successful ones are 
it's when people go to the council and say we really want an art park and, and they help build it and they direct it mm. and when when you know grassroots comes along and, and says we want this and government agencies support them is when you get really successful stuff and and sometimes that success happens and another group looks at it and says oh we should build an art park too because that was really successful and the mm. government does it and then they don't realize why it wasn't successful and it's because it didn't it didn't come from the community. It wasn't people coming together and saying, hey, this is what we really want here. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't work when when an organization says, well, we're giving you this. It just doesn't feel the same. You know? it's, yeah, no, really there's good. no that ownership. And, and look, sometimes communities, you know, one community might really want an art park because they want one. Another one might not. They want, might want a soccer pitch because they don't have a decent soccer pitch. And, yeah, yeah. and, and different communities want different stuff. And, and yeah. it's, I think it's hard for big organizations to be that flexible and that's why you know starting a small sort of community-led organization you get that flexibility and you can do that that sort of stuff you know the biggest threat to us would be that at the moment that we get too big and and we just can't be as flexible as we need to be (laughs) i really wish you all the best and hopefully you get it (laughs) yeah thank you very much all right thanks for coming down all right thanks thank you